It's I Radio in the afternoon. Please welcome to the show, Charlie XCX. Thanks for having me. How are you doing? Not too bad at all. If we may begin on a morbid note, can we talk about your fascination with funerals? Don't you just think they're great? Like, I kind of think, even though they're a very sad day, I also think they're, like, so filled with, like, beautiful imagery you know flowers and coffins i think they're really pretty and so i wanted to make a music video out of one which i did <laughs> i feel like a brilliant music video but maybe not representative of many of the funerals that i've been to so you maybe some artistic <laughs> license on that what do you do you not see like half naked girls dancing on gravestones at the funerals that you go to because i do no i'm kidding i wish <laughs> <laughs> yeah surprisingly not no maybe i'm just not going to the right type of funerals or I'm keeping it too local and the, the podcast for BBC Sounds you and Mark Ronson had a beautiful conversation you've revealed it before LMFAO for your funeral really? Yeah sorry for party rocking come on that's an anthem where did that come from though and wh- why did you land on that conclusion this is the song that's it I'm sticking to my guns because it wasn't just today or yesterday you've been running with this for years yeah well you know I I love the idea of sort of like planning a funeral in, in advance because I think it is kind of like the final representation of a person right you know it's like the last party and it's supposed to be this event that sort of represents exactly what the person is like and who they were friends with and who they were about so as you mentioned like I have this podcast and I decided to ask my guests what is the best song ever to play at your funeral because like the whole podcast is about the best songs for certain life situations and when someone asked me that I chose LMFAO sorry for party rocking because I love to party I want people to be able to cry at my funeral and be sad but also I want them to rave like let's go out on a high you know so i had to i had to put my boys lmfao right there in the number one spot <laughs> it's that last punching impact i have departed from this world but i'm leaving you with something to remember me by there you go exactly would it be the ultimate tribute to you if someone was to pick one of your songs as their final song Oh my gosh, yeah, I'd be absolutely honoured. That would be amazing. Is Charlie XCX submitting to Charlie SFX and going more mainstream? <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, I suppose in a way. I, I suppose I'm just kind of exploring like the more pop side of me, which has always been a part of me. But I suppose I've definitely, for the past few years, been going down a more like experimental route. Uh, but you know, I've always loved pop music. I've always made pop music. I just think some people didn't deem it as pop music. But you know, now I'm definitely really into more classic kind of traditional structures. But there will always be that bit of like weird to me. So I can't fight it. I just am who I am. Looking back to 2020 and the project you undertook where you were making the album with the input of your fans and the documentary as well that, that went along with it. I'm just really interested to hear what drove you to be so revealing and open with your followers? Well, I felt at that point in time, at the beginning of the pandemic, a lot of people were kind of in the same position for the first time in life, you know? Everyone was kind of inside, going through the same experience, grappling with the same kind of life questions. And 
whilst I don't think that my album like saved anyone or like changed anything on like a grand scheme of things I do think for my fans in particular it was almost therapeutic to be able to converse and collaborate with me being in the same situation as me and sort of like airing it all out so I think I did it for that and also I just did it for myself you know it was therapeutic for me it was a way of release and expression and it also gave me a purpose and actually once I put the album out I had a complete breakdown because I was like who am I what am I here for you know um so I kind of had I think a reaction a lot of people had at the beginning like five weeks later because I'd been like filling my time up to not have to deal with it you know um, so yeah, I think those were kind of the reasons, really. Do you struggle with that question, who you are as a person, who am I in this world? Is it an ongoing thing or does it come in bursts, like you said? Yeah, you know, I think it comes in bursts, honestly. And, and I don't think I'm alone in that. I think that we all sort of, from time to time, struggle with those big questions. Like, is it all worth it? Who are we? Like, where are we going? What's the point? You know, and um, it's... I think a day by day thing Um, you know some days I don't think about that kind of thing at all and I feel exceptionally confident in who I am and what I'm doing and other days I feel the opposite you know but I think that's just part of being human Boom Clap that's the song that really set off our musical guest today into stardom. Her name is Charlie XCX. But being a star comes with consequences, upsides, downsides. Has Charlie XCX ever been scared by her fame? Uh, yes. Uh, it has um, on a few occasions. One, if I ever do something that I don't like, you know if I do something and then I think why did I do that that's not the kind of person I want to be or like the thing that I want to say or the way that I want to treat someone you know like I've I think then and also just on a more like logistical level like anytime like my safety has been threatened or my friend's safety because they're with me or staying in the same place as me um but unfortunately fortunately that hasn't happened like a lot i know that some people get that a lot a lot and so you know that's lucky when you speak about doing something that not that you're not proud of but there's a vulnerability maybe an exposure I've given something of myself to the world, whether it's through Instagram or in person, that exposure that can be scary. Yeah, totally. I mean, you know, it's like, it's kind of the, the same with the like back and forth mindset of like feeling good, right? Sometimes posting on Instagram doesn't feel like anything. You're like, yeah, cool, did it, done. And then sometimes you post something on Instagram and you're like, oh I hate myself everyone hates me and you know I think that can be transferred across like any output in life for anyone but I think unfortunately that's just like the internet and 2021 so we all have to deal with it don't we this is life (laughs) yeah yeah Uh, Charlie XCX joy to talk with you first time hopefully it won't be the last and also you make a great presenter oh thanks not many people can make the transition from music or being in showbiz to presenting a podcast and actually having a very good conversation but it was a pleasure to listen to you you're a natural 
Oh, that's really sweet of you. Thank you very much. And I love the way you give Mark Ronson loads of abuse and just tell him exactly <laughs> what you think. Also, throw an ice at DJs. Not a fan, but I understand the appeal. Yeah, I know. It had to be done. It had to be done. <laughs> Charlie, thank you so much. This was wonderful. Thank you so much. There's a great story she tells of actually getting kicked out of one of Mark Ronson's gigs for flinging ice cubes at his head even though they were quite friendly. She is a brilliant presenter. All I'll say, you're going to see Dave and Downings on the 30th of October. Not a drop of ice. Honestly. Please. They're actually quite sore to the head, would you believe? This is the latest one from Charlie XCX. Good ones! I always let the good ones go Radio in the afternoon with Tesco. Weekdays from three on iRadio. I-